Hello and welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast. This is a podcast about the church and for the church. I'm Connor, I'm here with Mike, and we're excited to be with you on the podcast today. Thanks for listening. We are going to get right into it. Uh, we're, we're following up with a part two episode about our trip to Africa. Mike and I just got back when, by the time of this posting, maybe a, a little over a week ago. And if you heard the podcast last week, we did a quick kind of just rambling, throwing a few ideas out, things that stuck out to us from Africa. But on this podcast, we want to be a little bit more intentional and talk about lessons learned on the trip. So to try to share that with you and um, just to hopefully encourage you as we kind of talk through these things. So Mike, I know you have a few that you want to give to us. Let me just hand it off to you and we'll just take these one at a time. So start us off with the first thing that you'd say, yeah, this was a lesson we learned. Okay, great. Thank you, Connor. And just listeners, these are, you know, these are five things I quickly wrote down uh, off the top of my head as we were planning this in the last five minutes. Okay. 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, different than what I shared on Wednesday night, uh, February 22nd, 2023, we had a Africa, uh, missions report recap type thing. And our team of four got together and we, we did some teaching and some sharing and what have you. So there might be some overlaps. If you were there at that night, you, you'll maybe catch some things, but these are four things that are just kind of on my mind. And, um, the first is, is God's providence, God's providence. And just, I think this idea of how God orchestrates um, life and you see it in daily life, but I think you really see it in, in, you know, high relief when you're, when you're out of your comfort zone and you're, you're out somewhere that you don't usually go. And I would say it's kind of like taking a wide angle perspective on life, but not forgetting to zero in on the details Mm -hmm. that we saw a lot of wide angle lens type ideas. I mean, we're, 30,000 feet up in planes and we were coming down and we saw, we saw uh, landscape mm-hmm. and then we saw people and, and we, we were in big groups, we were in small groups, but just the whole providence of God in, in leading and guiding his people. I feel like that really came to the forefront on this, this particular trip in many ways in terms of uh, prayer support, in terms of you know, providing what we needed uh-huh. um, on, on almost every front. It yep. was just, it was astounding. We can go over and over again on certain things that just like one thing. There's after just so another. many details. Yeah. So many details that God coordinated in ways that we saw him bless us. Yeah. All throughout. Yeah. And it makes me think, and just, it makes me think, you know, these things happen all the time. And I mentioned in a note to Grace Church when upon our return is that, you know, we saw so many things like this, just like we do every day at home. And I think to have our eyes open like that, I think is good. Have our eyes open to, to providence. So that's mm-hmm. the first thing. That's really good. Um, next, something about people. Okay. Um, and I mean this with all due respect to everyone we met and every, and, and who we are and, and who we live amongst, but people are sinful and selfish everywhere. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And you know, graft and corruption exists everywhere and it's, it's uh, sunk deep into the in human hearts and, we did have to give a couple bribes that were demanded uh-huh. uh, getting out of one airport in particular. But, you know, even that, it was like, there was no fear. It was like, okay, this is the way, this is, Part it didn't the, seem like, oh, I'm not going to do this and make a big deal. It's No, this is expected and, and I'm, I'm not tra- leaving this airport. It's transactional, I you know. Yeah. Give this policeman what he's asking for, yep. you know. And it's a transaction. It's like and taking off your shoes at LAX. It's just part of the process. <laughs> There you go. So people are sinful and selfish everywhere. And, and, you know, you see a lot of good in people, but you do see the selfish side of, of things. And, and, and Yeah. Yeah. And if I could even add to that, I think, and this is the point you're making, but you know, it's, it's, 
especially clear outside the church, but it's there in the church too. Mm-hmm. And it, it was kind of, you know, I think a few moments struck me where we were hearing the, he, hearing conversations and realizing, hey, even here where you might think, oh, or I, I think in the past, maybe I've thought they have so much less. Uh, they must be so much more focused. They must be so much more, you know, even godly, something yes. like that. But then you just, you just realize, nope, there's still, there's relational strains. They have to work through things. There's challenges. Yeah. So maybe it was just, you know, um, even a good reminder that yes. really all around the world, people are the same. Yeah. And I've been around the world so many times by God's grace. I, I've seen these kind of things before, but it's good to be reminded. I mean, people everywhere deal with competitions and factions and uh-huh. struggles and, and right. needing the call to love. Right. So that's that. So Providence, people. The third thing I will point out is peace. And this is an interesting thing. And, I, and I'll say it this way. It's a, it's a very important five-letter word, but it's a lifelong learning curve, okay? The idea uh, for Zambia, for example, um, and many of these countries were under British occupation for many years, and there were peaceful transfers of power within the last, you know, 50 years yeah. or so or yeah. more. The 1960s. 50, 60, in the mm-hmm. 60s. 50, 60, 70 years. So that said, um, it was startling for all of us to hear from the Zambians that our, our country has never had a war. We've uh-huh. never been to war, and we're a peaceful people. But at the same time, able to tell us, but there's there's war and peace in our hearts, uh-huh. okay? And that, you know, that Jesus is himself our peace. And I'm going to be, uh, we'll look at that for just a moment here, but in Ephesians 2, it talks about the Jew and the Gentile and how, you know, even like Colossians where it says in Colossians 3, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Right. Yep. Here it says that Jesus himself, we've been brought near by the blood of Christ. Verse 14, he himself is our peace who has made us both one. So he is our peace. He's made us one in the church, but also he makes peace. It says that he, he, he creates in himself one new man, the church, in place of the two, so making peace and reconciling us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. <clears throat> so peace kills the hostility. He doesn't. He's not just our peace, and he doesn't just make peace. He gives peace. Mm-hmm. It says that he says he preached peace to you who were far off, and peace to you who are near. So he is our peace, and and we're built, you know, together in Christ in the church, which is built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets and the word of God, right? And and Christ being the cornerstone. But he is joining his people together in peace to grow into a holy temple in the Lord. And we're being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. It's a peaceful thing. Uh-huh. But even so, it's a lifelong learning curve because we're growing into that peace. Mm-hmm. And and that even in a country with no war, there's still there's still war in, in people's hearts. Yep. And war among people. Yeah, absolutely. So, interesting thing. Super interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um anything else for us? Final Two more lesson? Thing. Two, Two more, more things. Okay. So Providence people, peace. This last one I called practical, but it's, it, it's not the right word. I got to come up with a better P word here. <laughs> but here's my point. Good teamwork should be commended and never taken for granted. Hmm. We had four men on our trip, and uh, it, was, it was stellar in terms of teamwork. There were no weirdnesses that happened. We all knew each other. We've all known each other for a long time, and um, we're not just related in Christ. You know, Connor was there with his father-in-law, uh, one of the other members has, has uh, lived down the street from one of the other members for years. I've known one guy for 30 years. Uh-huh. Um, it just, it, it just, but good teamwork. We had good teamwork. 
and that should be commended and, and we shouldn't take it for granted. I, yeah. I've, I've thought about it every day since we've been home. It was I've, such a joy. Yeah. I've actually missed you guys. You know, I know <laughs> that we needed to go back to our families, but I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not around Steve and Connor and Tony yes, all day. Yes. And, and we didn't, I don't think we got tired of each I other. I feel the same. Yeah. It's just weird. It was like, wow. Yep. So yeah. Tony and I were texting each other the day after we got back. I miss you. I miss you. We need to get lunch <laughs> soon. So I know. Felt like little girls, you know, there at was, school it, or something. Yeah, but, but it was uh, joy. It was, it was joy. What's yeah. the P word for that one? Uh, I don't know. Teamwork P word. Uh, you already said people. I know. That's, yeah. I had people yeah. originally. I know. Yeah. I don't know. People part two. Patience. Not really. Patience with each other, but we didn't have there to really go. be that patience. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't like it. Stick with practical. Okay. Yeah. So, and the last one, power. Okay. The word does the work. We yep. saw the word do the work. The Amen. Holy Spirit uses the word of God to save and sanctify. Amen. That's one of the things I wanted to grow his church. Yeah. I just, we saw it. We, we were able to do so much preaching of the word and so much living of it with people and, and processing it, just processing it through was just beautiful. I, mm-hmm. I, the thing that marked me the most, I think about this trip was that in Zambia, here I had 150 students for a week long, five day class. And, um, and Connor did some of the teaching with me as well. It was really fun to do that. But to see people from different backgrounds, even theologically, who could be in the same room together uh-huh. and not be preloaded and be upset with each other yep. and have very respectful conversations yep. as they grappled with the word of right. God. Wanting to come under the power of the truth. Yep. Yeah, I remember That's this so one true. instance where this guy stood up, young guy. And he's asked, we did a lot of Q&A. And he asked me this question. And an older man stands up in the class and basically asks permission from me to address this guy. And he basically from across the room just said, look, I don't think I'm better than you, but you're wrong on this because that's not what the Bible teaches. Uh-huh. In essence, that's what uh-huh. he told him. And it's like we see so many of, of our friends there came from backgrounds that were not accurate with the Bible, yeah. though they were representing Christianity. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, wow, the Lord opened our eyes to the truth of the word of God and the sufficiency of the word of God, mm-hmm. the power of the word of God. And I think that's one of the biggest things we saw, yep. that God is working in in the world using his word to yep. do the work. Yep. And, and it, that's what the Bible says. It yeah. speaks to the humility. We kept saying this on the trip, the humility of the, the men that we were there teaching and preaching yeah. with and to, who would be willing to accept you know, someone coming from the outside to, to mm-hmm. feed them the word. So there, it spoke to their humility, but I, I, it was amazing to think, man, here we are, you know, you especially doing the bulk of the teaching, haven't met any of these people or, or have met very few of them before, don't understand their cultural dynamics, really, yes. at least. Maybe we have some glimpses, but we really don't. We're coming mm-hmm. from a totally different place, but they could actually, you know, hear the word of God. And it was like, it was genuinely impactful in their lives. You know, people were, you know, only the Lord knows what fruit will come from the trip, but it seemed as we could see that people were really digesting and thinking and wrestling and encouraged. Mm-hmm. And we don't know anything about that. We probably won't see most of these people again, you know? So it's the power of the word that was at work. Absolutely. And, and you, you talked about the humility. There are men in, in the class that could have got up and taught this better than me. Mm-hmm. Better, and, 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 but they were there to learn. I, I, in Malawi, we had this pastor's conference for two days and we had six sessions and we were, was on preaching and praying and peopling, right? Shepherding people, loving people, praying dependently on, uh, to God and then preaching the word. And there's one man there, uh, Gideon Manda. I've known him for, I think, three or four years now. We've become very dear friends. And that man discipled so many of the other pastors that were there. Mm-hmm. And he was there as a learner. And I'm like, it, it just blew me away because hmm. he could have easily 
you know, we both went through a doctoral program together. We graduated together. We could have easily taken and done taken that all whole the sessions, thing and, right? Right. Yeah. And instead, he was there just with us and being very appreciative. And so, uh, by the way, I have the other P. Hmm. So it's Providence People Peace Partnership and ah, Power. So much better. Hello. That's great. Hello. That's great. Anyway, I think we're. I think it's a good stopping point. But yeah. it, it was so rich, my friends. And I would just say this: I would encourage you, wherever you live and wherever God leads you, to be thinking about these things: providence and people, and the peace of God that passes our understanding, and partnerships in ministry and in life, and and the power of God, uh, using the Word to do the work. Just to think of these kind of things in daily life, in daily life. Yeah. And yes, they get highlighted at times to us. But they, these are the things we live with as believers all the time. Yep. So, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's a great encouragement. I, just to kind of echo that as we close, uh, at one point Emily texted me while we were there and said, "So, are you, do we need to do we need to go and be missionaries?" And I said, "No, no, no, no. We need to be more faithful where we're at. We don't even deserve the title. You know, we we we're not we're not ready for that." So that was definitely something that stuck out to me. Um, seeing faithful people doing God's work there encouraged me. Oh, I want to come home with even more energy and excitement serving the Lord here. Mm-hmm. And that could be true for any of us. Yeah. Anything else before we wrap this one up? I actually have one more P word. Bring it on. Prayer. Mm. I think this is a good place to stop. But before we went on the trip, um, some people don't know this, uh, but I got I got really sick before I left. It wasn't the worst sickness ever, but it was definitely made me wonder if I was going to be going on the trip. Yeah. Uh, especially because I had to take a test to make sure I had a negative, uh, negative, uh, you know, right. result. So let the reader understand. I think, you know, let right. the reader understand. <laughs> and uh, I heard from, I, I got a hold of Phil Hunt at Kabu at Central Africa Baptist University. And I told him, I said, look, I'm pray for me. I, I'm sick. I know we're leaving in five days or four days, whatever it was. Um, I'm hoping to be better. And that's what I'm praying for. And he just goes, look, you have a, an army of prayer warriors praying for you in Africa. And I knew we had an army of prayer warriors praying for us in America while we were gone. And seriously, I, I, I don't know how to explain it except that I, over and over again, it's kind of like okay when you have uh, what's it what's it called um, immunity when you have um, what's it called the immune your immune system is strong and you have antibodies. Uh-huh. Over the last couple of years, because of the whole COVID thing. Whenever I have gotten sick and then it got better, I have I have. Almost, I know when I have good antibodies. I know it sounds weird, but like I know when I'm starting to feel weak and when I'm maybe starting to feel like I'm uh-huh, getting sick. Uh-huh. And it's just this imperceptible thing. And I felt all the way through the trip. And again, it, it was it kind of a feeling thing, okay? But I was thinking this way: we're all this is going to work out just fine, yep. okay? Everything's going to be just fine in in God's providence and yes. timing and sovereignty, not the way we think fine is, right? Okay. And it, whether we, maybe we, we could have died over there, okay? We could have died over there and, and everything would have worked out fine. It's just all you know going to work out. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. But that we had this army of prayer warriors here and there and we were literally being carried along by God. Yeah. And I really had a sense of that, not in like some weird hyper-emotional way or anything like that, but in a way of, of a settled confidence. Uh-huh. And I think when you pour yourself, when you pour your heart out to prayer in prayer to God, I think he he does he gives you this sense of confidence that all is well and will be well in Christ. Uh huh. So, Amen. That's so good. Yeah. I think it, it, there's a there's a blessing. Obviously, it's a gift to be able to be 
part of the group that's sent out by the mm-hmm. church. There's a special blessing where you just you, you sense you know God's grace to allow you to be a part of that. But it definitely made me think all throughout the trip, man. There's probably a million analogies, but it really is that tip of the iceberg idea. You know, like we're here serving, but with a whole you know group of people behind, sending, praying, yes. supporting. You just felt that really tangibly when you're out there and just watching God coordinating and arranging and yes. being encouraged by people's texts and prayers and. Mm-hmm. And um, all that, it's, you know, the church might send one, but it's all the church together who's doing that sending and supporting that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't it true? Yeah. You know, we were sent out by our church with blessing. And that's what, that's what churches do. Yeah. Right. You just yep. release people to go and serve. And anyway, and by the way, if there's anyone listening who is part of Grace Church of Orange or who helps it, helped us in any way, we're very grateful for the generosity of, of so many friends and family and, and the church uh, to send us. Yep. That's uh, something we don't take lightly. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's good. That's a good place to close, I think. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for listening. Hope that was an encouragement to you and maybe gave you a little bit of a window into some of those things that we experienced over there. Um, until next week, have a wonderful week serving the Lord, enjoying life with Him, having fellowship with His people, and uh, we hope that you continue to enjoy His grace. God bless you, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>